Hey, Carl. Hey, what's up, Vinny? You, uh, you got some splated to do today, sir. I do? Yeah. Why? Because I have a lot of fans? Because I'm very popular? <sighs> Attention, parents. What you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Showtime. Woo. Vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to The Creep Off, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I'm your host, Vinny. This is my other co-host. He's a piece of garbage fucking chiller. It's Carl, everyone. Hey, what's happening, Vinny Paulino? Good to see you, buddy. Is it? Yeah, how are things? If I... I wasn't so goddamn mad at you. I'd kiss you. I just want you to know that. Oh, are really? you excited about the Bills' victory last night? No, Is that what you're talking that's about? not what I'm talking about. Oh, um, Carl. Yes. Do you remember when I texted you last night and I said, "Could you stay up and uh, check the vote?" I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was in the middle of the third quarter, maybe the second quarter. Because I went to bed because I didn't uh, care because I just assumed that it was over and Eric Zane won. Yeah, Eric Zane had a lead going for uh, throughout the week, but I- I'll tell you something. The people who root for me on this show, we have a strategy. We like to make it look like it's going to go one way, and then at the last minute, I'll vote and make it go the other way. Where for- did we end up with at, uh, at midnight last night? Before I do that, I want to uh, debut a brand new segment submitted by one of our listeners Okay, from our pal Tucker Dixon. Oh, okay. You know how we never remember what we did last week? Yeah. We have a recap oh, of last week's episode from Tucker. That's a good idea. Hey, it's Tucker Dixon here to remind you creeps of what happened last week. Vinny brought in a guy whose only crime was loving everyone. Women, <laughs> children. Hell, he even loved the mentally infirmed in the hospital. Carl brought in a guy who liked speeding but had an annoying wife. I guess that made him a creep. Finally, Eric Zane admitted that he was the creep. He said he waited till Scott Kennedy was on vacation to steal his job. Yeah. Then he ratted out his co-worker, Lyle, to their boss to get him fired. Yeah. Anything else you want to tell us, Eric? Yeah, Eric Zane, he raped the kid. And that's what happened last week. Let's hope that Vinny can just figure out how to use the internet this week. Anyways, Tucker out. I like that because what we do on WTP is we tease what we're going to do next week. But this show, it makes more sense to recap what we did the previous week as we started off yeah. talking about the voting. Tucker, great segment, buddy. I like it. I heard the internet here sucks. Is that true? No. People? It's actually really great when you just plug this fucking cord right here that I plugged into this computer. It's pretty good. Yeah. People were saying that uh, our YouTube stream was not good last week. And then I came in here to do WATP and that was a disaster yeah yeah. that was a debacle didn't your internet go down at your house i just got it back i'm i'm happy to report i have the internet again at my house spectrum sent a uh fine jamaican man out who i could understand every other word of he saw my guitars and he goes do you play reggae it's like no (laughs) it's so funny i'm like oh do you like reggae he's like yeah i'm from jamaica i'm like what i thought you could like other styles of music 
Carl, yeah. would you like to see the results? Yeah, let's look at the results. Now, I just want to let voted. you know that when I went to bed last night, yeah. you had 13 total votes. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going real strong. I had 112. Okay. And Eric Zane, I think, had 137. Okay. And this is how, from around, somewhere around 1030. Mm-hmm. To midnight, the vote changed. Well, you know why? It's because they had an extended halftime because of the lightning storm. So people got a chance to go on and vote during halftime of the Bills game last night. Oh, look at this. Carl has 138 votes. 31%. Look at that. Somehow. Somehow. Oh, yeah, baby. Fucking Carl. Beat Eric Zane by one vote at midnight. All right. I'm going to go ahead and say something right now, Vinny. I think that maybe there was some uh, fraudulent voting going on. I don't believe that these results are correct. Oh, you don't say. I think that I was, think this is some Kuzaru bullshit I think is what was, this is. I think there was cheating in Pennsylvania. There was cheating in Arizona. There was cheating in Michigan. There was cheating in Georgia. Uh, I, I think there was a lot of cheating going on. Nevada. A lot of cheating was going on in this vote. So here's what I'm going to say, Vinny. We haven't talked about this yet. I purposely didn't want to have this discussion with you until we brought it up on the show. Should we just throw this week out? Because it's obviously... Oh, of course. Because then we don't have to spin the wheel. <laughs> yeah, I think we just... Fuck yeah. People cheated. And so I think we just... You need... spoiled it for everyone. Do- we have to do a do-over now. That's the consequence. That's it. That's, you, the do- that's the consequence to the listener. <laughs> you just got so cheated. happy. You just got so happy when I said that. You're like, yes, that is the solution. <laughs> what are you going to do? It? I mean, I don't know that Eric Zane won. I don't know that these, like Carl said, we we don't know we for don't sure. We don't know because if we went by the results, it would be that I won. And I'm willing to say I don't think that's true. You know, maybe one of these days we could get back to having a guest on. Yeah. But for now, I think that's just going to sit at four. Yeah, let's schedule that for Thanks some time to some in fucking 2022. asshole Kuzaru who decided that he was going to uh, deprive the rest of you of fun. I hope uh, I hope that person feels bad. I don't. I want to thank that Kazaru, and uh, I want to send him a Cuz, Kazaru, Kazaru, Slapperuni. I denounce it. That's what I say. Oh yeah. Well, this is what I say. And then let the boners begin. Oh yeah. All right. I'm getting off topic now. I'm getting very much off topic. All right. So we're gonna throw that one away. And uh, what's the score then right now for this round? <laughs> where, where are we at? Is it- well, if we're throwing it away, then you don't get a point. Correct. Correct. There's no no vote. From so this it's last uh, week. three, two, and four. So you have three? I have three. You, you have the leader now, three to two? Yeah. All right. Well, guess what's going on uh, around this time of year? It's Comic Con season, Vinny. It certainly is. Did you know that in New York City, it's Comic Con time? This is what I get excited about. I yep, get, I get real excited to go uh, shake someone's hand who played the Joker in the '60s on Batman, or whatever the fuck's going on at Comic Con. I mean, come on, this is no star cast. These are just stupid comic book nerds. These Comic Cons are very different. They call them Comic Cons, but a lot of them are just multimedia conventions. It's like here's the new movie that's coming out. Right. Here's this. If it has anything to do with nerd culture, it seems to be uh, the Bymon Sci-Fi Con. As they talk about in The Simpsons. Yeah. So I think the consequence of you cheating is you have to go first. 
Yes. Well, of course I won. No, you so of course I should asshole. go worse. You fucking asshole. So right. we're doing the creepiest comic book artist or creepiest comic book what? Well, uh, creepiest Comic Con nerd. However, that Comic-Con applies. Comic Con nerd. As okay. long as we can make a case as to why this person is a Comic Con nerd. All right, let's do it. All right, go ahead. I am going to go with Stan Lee. I don't, you probably never heard of this guy. He's from Marvel. What this fucking guy did? He puts himself in every goddamn movie. He hasn't lately, thank God. He hasn't been in the movies lately. But Stanley is the worst. He's such a creep. All right, it's not really Stanley. I'm very, uh, very triggered by you. (laughs) It's Gerard Jones. Gerard Jones is a writer known primarily for his nonfiction work about American entertainment media and his comic book scripting, which includes co-creating the superhero Prime for Malibu Comics. You familiar with Prime? No. Well, he co-created them. He also Oh, cool. He also wrote for Green Lantern and the Justice League lines for DC Comics. According to the San Francisco Police Department, they were alerted in September to a video that involved a prepubescent child performing sexual acts on the doll that was uploaded to YouTube. Oh, that's worse than our show. They were able to identify the source. How was this bit rate? <laughs> they were able to identify the source of the child pornography as being uploaded from a residence on the 600 block of Longbridge Street. On December 29th, investigators executed a search warrant at the residence, police say, and located numerous media devices allegedly belonging to Jones, all of which contained hundreds of child pornography videos and images depicting prepubescent juvenile minors engaged in sexual acts. Uh. Some of the videos, police say, depicted children as young as one year old having sexual acts performed on them by adults. One-year-olds getting blowjobs in a video. Yeah, you're not supposed to have that. That this guy has. (laughs) You're not supposed to have that. His attorney came out and said, it's important to differentiate between violent sex offenders and these kinds of cases because there's a big difference. We tend to lump them all together. I think performing sex acts on a one-year-old is violence. I don't think this attorney has a good argument. So Jones was arrested in December of 2016 on charges of distributing and possessing images of child sexual abuse. His lawyer first entered a plea of not guilty, but then in April of 2018, Jones changed his plea to guilty, admitting that the police had found numerous electronic devices containing tens of thousands of images and hundreds of videos of child pornography. In oh, boy. <laughs> and, oh, that's a lot. So he was. <laughs> that's a lot. He had all these character uh, character witnesses and all these people were going to come in and say what a great guy he was and all this kind of stuff. And then at the last minute, he goes, you know what? Uh, let's just plead guilty. He just decided to plead guilty on it. You know, honest to God, who would want to have to look at their friends, try to convince everybody yeah, what a good guy you are when I you're know. caught red-handed? I know. And your friend's like, wait, how many hard drives did you have in your house? That's not the point. All that, right, We're not talking about how many hard drives, how many devices. That's not why I brought you here. That's why at your trial, I will be testifying for the defense. <laughs> Yeah, Just know. to make you feel more comfortable. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. In August of 2018, Jones was sentenced to six years in prison, followed by a five-year period of supervised release and an unspecified amount of restitution to be paid to his victims. Hmm. So this is the fun part because this guy's a writer. So you know what he's he's in prison right now. You know what he's doing? Um, I'm going to guess writing. He's writing a blog. Oh, that'll be nice. He's now started writing a blog. It's, he writes it on paper and then... Uh, it's transcribed and uploaded by former colleagues of his. It is called The Porn Prison from Addiction to Freedom 
from exploitation to love. Huh. It has Jones accepting his crimes, but also looking at the role he sees played by pornography and drugs in his crimes. Yeah. You ready for this? I was high. There was a <laughs> yep. one-year-old there. Yep. What do you want me to do? So this is this is interesting. You can go to the website. It's uh, thepornprison.com. And no thanks. The word "the" very important in this one. If you, <laughs> did, if you don't put the word "the" in, there's a guy getting a rim job from another gentleman. Uh huh. Uh-huh. A very large image on the homepage. That was not fun today. All right. Anyway, if you guys want to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> Thepornprison.com. Let me read you um, some of the excerpts here. Okay. I didn't commit my crimes out of any lust for children. What? Let me read that again. I didn't commit my crimes out of any lust for children. I got myself hooked on a cocktail of prescription stimulants and ordinary internet porn. And Uh from there, uh uh I followed the ruthless logic of addiction, of increasing tolerance and increasing hits. With the drugs, I could do more pills. With the porn... A fiercer hit, a fiercer hit meant more shock, more taboo, more ugliness. After 16 months in prison with hundreds of other perpetrators like me, I'm certain that this is how the vast majority of us got here. Trying to escape our anxiety and depression and isolation, using the internet as a drug, launching ourselves into a spiral of secrecy and shame, needing new jolts to distract. Are, are, are you real? That's what he was really saying? Oh, word for word. I'm reading this. Oh, my God. Needing new jolts to distract from the new pain we're making, deadening our compassion and our moral senses. So what he's saying here <laughs> what? is that child porn is for everyone. It's just, you know, it just happens. It's a natural progression as you go through porn. You're like, ah, oh, this chick's out. This chick's out. Oh, this chick's 12. Oh, this kid's four. Like, wait, no, that's not correct, sir. Yeah. You are into children. If you're collecting tens of thousands of images. So he said, well, he goes on and he says, some law enforcement officials have estimated that more than 10% of, adult, of adults in the U.S., men, could right now be arrested for possession of underage pornography. As the number of drug offenders in prison is finally being reduced, their bunks are filling up with porn offenders. More porn offenders. More and more of them are in their teens and early 20s, kids who got caught up in the stuff before they fully realized it was wrong. This guy is saying that everyone's into kitty porn. More than 10% of men could be arrested for having kitty porn is what this guy's saying. I don't think that's an accurate number. I don't think number. that's an accurate number. I, I swear to God, I hope it's not an accurate number. Me too. I, I can't imagine that there's all these people who are enjoy looking at You probably know pedos. I guess. I, I didn't think, think that, I knew murderers, and the next thing I know, I know a bunch of murderers. So yeah, I guess. Jesus. Uh, all right, I got a little bit more here. All right, I want to make amends for what I did. Amends aren't just apologies and professions of guilt. Those are This guy done. wanted to make a boys about them. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, amends require undoing damage, material change. I don't want to pretend that I can bring some vast transformation just by telling what I've learned. But I have faith that if I just show up here as truly as I can and let you do what you want with whatever I bring, something good will come. So this guy has decided, I know how I'll fix this. I'll write a blog. Well, you know what's there is some good that's coming from it. We get to laugh at him. Correct. <laughs> what an asshole. What an asshole. Society. He comes out, he's, he, yeah, it's he just, society. He just comes out and just like, well, look, and I was looking at a lot of porn, and then eventually you'd start downloading gigabytes of children. Fuck it. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah. 
It's not true at all. He who is without sin. This is the, the kind of stone. this is the kind of thinking, by the way, that gets people talking about banning pornography, and that I am fully against. That would be a problem. So yeah, that's why. So if if you like banning pornography, vote for whoever Vinny brought. No, but if you're no, against no, banning pornography, no. no. Anyway, more Gerard, porn. Gerard Jones is a creep. He is my uh, my creepy comic book man. That's your guy this week, huh? That's my guy this week. Shit, I should have brought Kevin Smith. Why didn't I bring Kevin Smith? <laughs> he cried. He ruined He-Man. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. I could have come up with so many things on Kevin. I, I'm just kidding, Brian. Kevin's a great guy. All right, what do you got, Vinny? Okay, so I want to introduce you to my creep today. My creep is an absolute nerd. Can't wait. Okay. This guy is a Star Wars fan fiction filmmaker. Oh, sweet. He's also a Howler Cup cosplay winner. Here's, I have a feeling that whatever he's made is better than episode eight. Uh, I want to throw it out there. I would like to show you a picture of him. Okay. This is him and doing some of his cosplay. Nice. He All won right, an award. Bumblebee. He won an award for his Bumblebee costume. Yep, and there he is. Cool costume. As right Logan, as Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. And there he is looking like he works at a TV station. Yeah, he kind of looks like Brian McBride. He has a little bit of a <laughs> okay. McBride look. All right. Um, it's not that hot, but okay. Yeah. You know what? I was just thinking about Brian McBride the other day. People don't realize what a giant monster of a man he is. He's huge. <laughs> he why, should, why were you thinking about how big Brian McBride is? No, because is he should be day. Mike. He should be Mike Myers every year for Halloween. He's like that big. I don't know why you're thinking these things, and I don't know why you're admitting to it now. No, he's just a big motherfucker. That's remember this show is by creeps for creeps. He'd be like chubby Mike Myers. He'd be fucking chubby Mike Oscar Myers, Myers. the act, <laughs> the actor. All right. All right, so he's such a nerd, Carl. He had a license plate that said DRK Jedi. Okay. Yeah. Also, loved Star Wars so, so much, but his favorite Star Wars Mm -hmm. was the prequels. He (laughs) fucking loved the prequels. He loved them. Wrong. Loves them. Honestly, if you're going to bring in a creep who loves the prequels, it should just be George Lucas. (laughs) (laughs) You'd probably get all the votes. That's true. So... He set this as a he created a fan fiction movie called Star Wars Secrets of the Rebellion. It was set a few days prior to the original Star Wars film and check this out. He got Jeremy Bullock to do a cameo appearance in it. Okay. Who is uh, the guy who played Boba Fett? Okay, I, under the I, I mask. I didn't know who that was. Nobody fucking did because <laughs> okay. he was under a goddamn mask in the movie. He was also married with an eight-month-old baby at home during the period in his life. We're gonna Boba Fett was married. No, uh, he's a bounty hunter. My creep, <laughs> Mark Kitchell, okay. was married All with right. an eight-month-old. So like most nerds, he decided that uh, he wanted to do something cooler and bigger than his Star Wars movie, which, by the way, he dumped a ton of money into and never got released. And then he decided he was going to make another movie. But this time he wanted to make a comedy, Carl. He tried to make a feature called Day Players, and it was an exact ripoff of Ricky Gervais's extras. Oh, okay, cool. So, no. he con- like, Oh, like Hollywood's never ripped itself off before? Yeah, well, he's in Edmonton, Canada. Yeah, okay. So I shit you not, Carl. Yeah. He got hit one of his friend's parents to give him $30,000 to make Canadian, right? Yeah. Okay. To make this movie about extras that, again, never released. Cool. So he just took $30,000. He's a good salesperson, then. He is a good salesperson. Then he decided he was going to make another show, which nothing this kid does is original. Okay. It's Star Wars fan fiction. He's ripping off extras. Then he decided to make a movie called House of Cards. 
<laughs> okay, I think there's but, a TV show. But it was before that. Okay. Basically, House of Cards is a ripoff of Dexter. Oh, okay. So That's it's a about show. a serial killer. Yep. But this serial killer doesn't kill other murderers. Oh, what is he? Who does he kill? He kills men who cheat on their wives. Oh, I don't like that. Which is also ironic because Mark Twitchell was cheating on his wife with his college girlfriend Tracy. Good for him. Yeah. He was. You said he was a nerd. He's fucking getting all the puss. Yeah. He got <laughs> sounds, late. All right. Sounds like he's doing all right for himself. But he was like a scene lord, dude. He was like, I'm the movie maker and. Edmonton, yeah. yeah, and I won the Howler Cup at the, my, for my Bumblebee costume. Like he thought he was some fucking hot shit. Oh, I get it, man. I I walk around going, I play in an instrumental rock band. Check me out. So I get it. I know what that's oh, like. So sad. <laughs> so he starts to make this feature, House of Cards, and he rented a garage and built a Dexter style kill room with plastic sheeting, a kill table, the whole fucking nine. And uh, at some point, he decided, Carl, mm -hmm. that uh, his art needed to imitate his life. Oh, okay. And uh, this hassle got on plenty of fish and made a fake profile uh, for a girl named Spiderwebs. He used a fake picture of a hot blonde. He then tried to meet married men. Turns out, everyone figured it was a fake account pretty quick. Nobody really wanted to meet him. And uh, the people who did talk to him turned out to be pretty nice Gentlemen, they seemed to be pretty nice guys. They weren't married. The first guy that he met, his name was Gilles Tetro, who had just moved to Edmonton. He's recently divorced. Here's how the conversation went. Stinging from a recent divorce, Gilles looks for other hopeful singles on the dating site Plenty of Fish and reels in what looks like a winner. And what was her name? Uh, well, on, on her profile, her name was Spider Webbs. But then once we started chatting, she told me her name was Sheena. She was really forward Punk very rock. quickly. Like, she started asking me what I was, my plans were for Friday. But when Friday comes, Gilles discovers the directions to Sheena's house are as mysterious as her dark and huh. smoky eyes. I love what the commentary. Yeah, what report is this? What TV show did you pull that from? Now, uh, here's what happened when he gets to the house. Okay. That's when somebody came out of somewhere and attack me from behind and all of a sudden i see this guy is hovering over me and he's wearing this painted up hockey mask every nightmare yep. i've ever had every every horror movie came back to me and, and i got i got shivers down my back more than shivers. Wait, he shit down his back is shivers he said? he said shivers <laughs> well check this dude this is terrifying so he shows up He's supposed to go through the garage to get to the house. Yeah, he's it, trying to fuck a hot chick, right? Yeah, yeah. And then this fucking dude comes out of nowhere in a hockey mask yeah, yeah. that's spray-painted gold and black. Cool. The masked man is jolting Gilles with 800,000 volts. With oh. a stun gun. Prodding me with the stun baton all over my upper body. I just actually grabbed at the end of it, and I pushed it away from my body just so that he, he wouldn't prod me everywhere else, right? And that's when he actually took a gun out and he pointed at me and I just froze. I'll never yeah, forget man. his eyes. They were uh, crazy. It, it, I knew just by the look in his eyes that he was going to kill me that day. Well, yeah, and the, he, the uh, hockey mask too. That was a dead giveaway. And he covered my eyes with it. So now I couldn't see anymore. That's when everything just started slowing down. Yeah, it was like life flashed before my eyes. eyes. Now, Carl, what do you do in this situation? All you want to do is get I laid. I killed the guy. Oh, wait, which guy am I in this well, situation? This, 
You kill the guy, yeah. <laughs> I kill the guy and film it. <laughs> That's what I well, do. Dude, this fucking guy, he's just in there trying to do his thing yeah, and yeah. like live his life. Yeah, and yeah. he's being attacked and stunned. And now you're like jelly because your body's being fucking stun gun. Sure. What does he do next, Carl? What does he That's do That's when I ripped the duct tape off my eyes. And then I rolled under the garage door. I start to try to run, but all of a sudden, my legs were like jello. It wouldn't work. It's the stun gun's terrifying. Hit, knocking him to his knees. Then I started to crawl down the driveway, and then he came right after me. Then he grabbed my legs, and he started dragging me back to the garage. And I thought I was dead because I'm like, I, it took me all this time to think of a way on how to escape, and now... I'm going to have to do it all over again. I had run out of ideas. Rolling? It just didn't work. <laughs> well, well we, I mean, he's fucking practically paralyzed yeah, from... Yeah, I know. To be honest, I didn't figure out how to do it. He ripped duct tape off his mouth and rolled. Okay. Off his eyes. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. didn't even, like, duct tape his hands. He didn't do anything. He yeah, just figured weird. the guy was stunned. In a last shot of adrenaline, Gilles once more wrestles away from his abductor's iron grip. Now. Put Question for you, Vinny. Yeah, buddy. Is he inviting him over to his house to do this? This is the set that he rented in a garage and built for his movie. Right. He okay. invited him to the movie set. That seems like a really dumb idea to me. Oh, okay. Carl. For you he tonight, likes the prequels, right? He's not a smart guy? No, he is not a smart <laughs> okay. guy. Wait do you fucking hear this. Add into my legs. So this dude's there's a trying to get away. Dog. Yep. So all I could get out was, there's a man after me. He's trying to mug me. Please help me. So there's a couple walking a dog. Mm -hmm. He gets to them. I'm following. Help. Help. Yep, yep, yep. Or so he thought. And that's when the masked man came out and almost ran into them. He started Whoa. to pretend that we were best friends. And he said, uh, come on, Frank, let's go back to the garage. The startled couple refuses to help, but the attacker is spooked and slinks back into his lair. This dude goes back into the garage because he's like trying to hide. Yeah. This guy gets back to his truck and peels the fuck out of there and escapes. Now, if you're Gilles here, mm -hmm. what do you do? You know where this motherfucker is. You call the cops. Yeah, of course. Of course yeah. Nope. Jill was so embarrassed that he fell for this and he went home and didn't tell a soul. No shit. What a he told when his friends asked him what happened on this date. Yeah. He goes, I got mugged. That's what he told him. <laughs> he goes, smell my finger. <laughs> I'll show you yeah. what happened. So now fucking our boy Mark is standing around waiting for the cops to show up, waiting and waiting. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens. So what do you think Mark does, Carl? Uh, puts out another profile. Correct. Within a week, he meets another guy named Johnny Altlinger, okay. a computer programmer. Mark spends the afternoon making out with his girlfriend at the movies, told his wife he was working on other stuff. He lures this new guy, Johnny Altlinger, over to the house, this time saying that he's a girl named Jen instead of Sheena. It's a different profile. Yep. And uh, this time he learns from his mistakes from the last one. And when Johnny apparently came in, he cracked him over the back of the head with a pipe. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Then he stuffed his body 
into a barrel. Yeah, what's he trying to accomplish here, Vinny? I don't fucking okay. know, dude. All right. He just he has a Dexter Morgan like fan account where he pretends and posts as Dexter Morgan. Obviously, he's a fucking psychopath. Yeah, I mean, the whole point of Dexter was that it was actually a good guy because he was going after bad guys. This guy's just like this guy's any, a computer fucking nerd. Yeah, this guy's just fighting any random person who'll come to his house and he's beating him up. <laughs> no, no, this Back time Dexter esque. This time he uh, stabs him in the chest a whole bunch of times, slices his throat, leaves him to bleed out. And then let me tell you what a nerd he is. He uh, tries to hide the guy's car because it was parked in front of this garage. So he opens up the garage, but it was a stick shift, and he couldn't (laughs) fucking figure out how to make it work. So he popped it into neutral and had to push it in like a fucking loser. He decides, I'm going to take this body, puts it in a barrel, puts it in the back of his fucking Pontiac Grand Am. Mm. This is 2008, by the way. Okay. Drives it to his parents' house. You saying the Grand Ams aren't quality cars? I am. Uh, They don't make them no more. (laughs) They don't make them like that no more. They certainly don't. He takes it to his parents' house. This body is in the fucking barrel. Yeah. Puts it in the backyard and decides to try to burn the body. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. But he does That's why Buddy Lance did. I forgot about yeah. Lance. How is he? I don't know. I think he's in prison. Okay, good. So he doesn't just dump gasoline out of He basically finds a car gas can with like two gallons, okay. and he starts trying to light the body on fire by throwing a coffee mug's worth of gasoline on it at a time. It just burns his clothes, and there's black smoke coming up from the clothes and shit, and he hears a siren, oh. so he gets fucking spooked, an and he stuffs the thing back into the barrel, this half-fucking quasi-burned body, puts Ugh. it back in his car, so gross. and he doesn't know what to do, yeah. so he starts driving back to the studio, and he gets pulled over. And the cop testified later that uh, my favorite line I read is the cop fucking walked up. And was like, hey, how you doing, Darth Vader? What's the hurry? Because <laughs> it was fucking stupid Star Wars license plate. He gets a ticket, goes back to the studio, takes the fucking charred body. Wait a second. The cop didn't realize there was a dead person Correct. in the bag? Correct. He talked his way out of it. He wow. was a smooth talker. He got 30 grand from some idiot's parents. Yep. He gets back to the studio, dismembers the body. Okay. Fucking puts it back into like bags, garbage bags, mm-hmm. and takes it to a sewer a couple blocks away okay. and drops it down into the sewer and leaves it. Okay. Now, perfect crime. <laughs> oh, yeah, perfect. Not even close. Yeah, right. So let me tell you how he gets caught. Johnny Altinger was like, these fucking directions are insane. And he has a group of nerd friends. And he's telling the nerd friends, this is where this girl's telling me to go and sends them all a copy of the email with the directions to where fucking Twitchell told him to go. That works out well. Yeah. The friends already knew something was up. Then they got this letter in their email because our boy went to Johnny Altinger's house, used his keys... Logged in on his computer and sent an email to his friends. I've met an extraordinary woman named Jen who has offered to take me on a nice long tropical vacation. See you around the holidays. Johnny. Yep. Perfect alibi. So the friends are like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. And they have his keys. They have his spare. So they go to his house and his luggage is there. His passport's there. They call the police. There's immediate murder investigation starts. And they fucking follow the directions right to this fucking garage. And there they meet Mark, the fucking director. Oh, this is just a movie set, guys. This is just a movie set. Yeah. And they're like, okay. They do a little investigating. He doesn't really tell them much. And they let him fucking go. Interesting. They're suspicious of him, but they let him go. Okay. 
Then no, they couldn't find any evidence there. That's surprising. Let me tell you what a fucking dummy this kid is. He sends them an email a few days later to the detectives. Okay. But then Twitchell surprises police with this shocking plot twist. In this email, subject line, more info that might be useful, he writes of recent events that are really freaking me out right now. Twitchell suddenly recalls a complete stranger approaching him in a gas station the night Johnny disappeared, uh-huh. offering to sell him a $20,000 car. The price? 40 bucks. When the detectives heard that, they're like, what? There's no way he bought a car off someone for $40. And why is he emailing us this? they actually went and located the car, and sure enough, it's Johnny Altinger's car. That ties Mark directly to the victim in a way the police didn't have up until that point. Isn't that the dumbest fucking idiot you've ever heard of? you guys were over here asking me a bunch of questions. I just remembered. I bought a $40 car the other day. From a guy who looks like the person that may be missing. Weird. An idiot. Now, uh, the cops bring him in. Obviously, they sit him down. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that you're involved in the disappearance of John Altinger. No doubt in my mind at all, Mark. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's him being interrogated. They're like, dude, we know you had something to do with this. So guess what they did, Carl? They just got a search warrant, and they searched his car, and guess what they found? Johnny Altinger's blood, and they sure. found a laptop. And the one thing that we always talk about on this show, Carl, mm-hmm. nothing is ever deleted. Correct. Well, I mean, it, can, it can be, but when you hit delete, that doesn't mean it's gone. When the cops decided to look through his laptop, they found a document that was mm-hmm. 42 pages long okay. titled SK Confessions, as in Serial Killer Confessions. Is it a script? It's more of a diary. What an idiot. And what a this fucking moron. This the, opening le- the opening lines to this are, the story is based on true events. The names and events were altered slightly to protect the guilty. This is the story of my progression into becoming a serial killer. And then it documents in great detail the assault on our boy Jill, the one who got away, who the cops didn't even know this happened to. He's now immediately arrested. This makes the news. Exactly right. Everybody's going. And (laughs) he is in jail, and they put the thing in the paper. They show the the mask and stuff and what the cops found. And Jill's like, oh. Yeah, I'm the first guy. And he went and told the cops, and he was a witness at the trial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And our boy Mark got life in jail. Good. He is a fucking idiot, but he did have a great defense in court. I know we love good defenses here. Called this thing uh, multi-angled, layered psychosis entertainment. That I was going to lure him to this garage, convince him to disappear for a while, and then everyone would think that this really happened. And isn't that eerie that it happens to match this new movie that's just come out? Oh, it was all publicity. a publicity stunt gone yeah. tragically nice. wrong. Johnny, you know, flew into a rage and they had a struggle. And, you know, in self-defense, Mark Twitchell accidentally killed Johnny Alton. <laughs> that's right. Twitchell tells the jury the murder was all Johnny's fault. Yep. He's luring people on Plenty of Fish for absolutely no reason. Publicity stunt. That, that's a good reason. That's a really good reason. I like Dude, that. He had an eight-month-old baby at home, and in SK Confessions, he says, 
he talks about sitting down with his baby the day after and telling the baby the entire story yeah, of dismembering the body. wants to tell everybody about this, obviously. If he's writing about it on his computer, he's he's a fucking moron. Look at this fucking guy. Yeah. All right. That's my Comic-Con nerd. All right. That was fun. That was fun. I, I really want to see that Star Wars movie that he made. Oh, and you'll I was never, hoping we were going to circle back to I that. I looked for it. You can't find it. No? You could it. find the um, the preview for Day Players, and boy, is that less than mediocre. Okay. Terrible. All right. So uh, you want to talk about the uh, voicemails? Yeah, we got voicemails this week. Certainly do. Cool. They are brought to us by our good friends in Syracuse. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. A Syracuse friar just blessed a guinea pig. Who knew Vinny was so religious? Oh, fuck See you, Vinny. In Syracuse. I believe he was calling me a guinea pig. I didn't follow that one. Yeah, good job. McBride. I wasn't. I, I, I missed a word or something. I didn't know what that said. Way to go, Mushmouth. <laughs> All right. This, this one made me laugh. <laughs> fuck you, Vinny. Fuck you! <laughs> I was on the thing. Oh man, am I gonna vote for the right Eric Zane vote? And I did! <laughs> As of Wednesday, October 6, 9, 14 p.m., 48% Eric Zane Lyle. Fuck you, Vinny! <laughs> if we give him, if we give him two slots, that means we might win. He won't lose. No dipshit! It just means more ch- two chances for people to fuck you over. <laughs> Vinny Pizza Paulino. Vinny Pizza, piece of shit. Ah, spin that wheel, asshole. Uh, and uh, Carl, uh, you're, you're fugly. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so I bet you wish about? you could take that voicemail back now, don't you? What's that all about, sir? Um, yeah, we didn't mention that we had a strategy, a grand strategy last week yeah. of giving... Our friend Eric Zane, two different slots so that we could maybe one of us could win, and it did not work. Yeah, I was closer than you, apparently. And then, oh, I yeah. won. What are you talking about? You piece of shit. <laughs> so, things we were going to put on the wheel, by the way, was not 69. <laughs> we, we talked about a couple of things. One of the fun ideas we had was we were going to uh, have to rent a movie theater. Yeah, the dual consequence. Was renting a movie theater and showing Stuttering John's movie and opening it up to anyone who wanted to come. One too many. Yeah, actually, I mean, this will happen eventually. We will have the dual consequence wheel that we'll have to spin yeah. when there's a legit vote. And then what was the other one that I threw at you that you just flat out refused to do? Yeah, you, so Vinny goes, oh. Anything because you refuse to do all your consequences? He goes, I got a great one. Well, we have to do the polar plunge together. Now, those of you who don't know what that is, February in Rochester, when it's like negative four, yeah. these lunatics go to Lake Ontario, yeah. and they run in in a bathing suit for charity. Yeah, they jump into the water. Yeah. And uh, I have a friend who does it every single year. She's crazy. She's a crazy person. Yeah, I, yeah, I would yeah. never do this. Vinny says, you and I have to hold hands and wear thongs and yeah. jump into on, the water and polar plunge. That's a funny consequence. There's no way in hell I'm doing that. There's just no way in hell. And then there was the tandem bicycle built for two ride, where we had to go ride around Rochester on a tandem bicycle. I don't remember that. That sounds fun. I would do that. Not with me on the back. <laughs> yeah, I know. You'd be slowing things down a little oh, bit. Oh, that would be torture. Like, oh, shit, there's a hill. I'm not going to make it. Exercise is not my strong suit. <sighs> so either way, you got fucked out of it because of some cousaroos. Join uh, on the Patreon. Make sure you're a VN on True Believer. Be on the right side of history. 
Yeah, I noticed you have the Patreon up on our video screen now. Yeah, Very I remembered. Nice. Now, uh, Carl, this message is specifically for you. Carl, it's your dead cat. Please leave me alone in my dimension. Don't come and get me. I'm having a blast with Carl Louise and Matthew Lewinsky's ex. Please, I repeat, leave me alone in my dimension. Yeah, your cat's hanging out with, uh, with Carl That's Louise. not what my cat would sound like. Oh, did you, do you have a voice for your cat? She has a voice. She really does. She tried to get on the podcast all the fucking time. I had to cut her out in post. <sighs> well, no, no more, no more Carl said cat calling in. Jesus Christ. Wow, we on. found his line, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we found his line. What's going on here? All right. This one comes from somebody who sounds familiar. Rigged. The whole thing was rigged. My God. Um, you know, that's a bad feeling when you go to bed one night and you're clearly dominating, uh, you know, marching into this show. And kicking all manner of ass with my unbelievable storytelling while you two idiots <laughs> blather your way through some stupid story. Uh, I won. This is bullshit. And uh, you'll be hearing from my lawyer. All right. Wee. Mr. Zane, I want to point something out. No one voted for you because you had good stories. You you brought the worst creeps ever. Oh, I knew a guy and a, a thing happened. They voted for you because they wanted to see Vinny and myself have to do a consequence. Together. They wanted to see us polar plunge. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I like how Eric Zane is actually like he ruled the school or something. Like Eric, calm down over there, buddy. They mean to tell me from six p.m. to midnight <laughs> on Sunday, <laughs> Carl gets one hundred and twenty-five votes. Yep. No one totally was voting le- on his stupid story. Totally legit. That is true. <laughs> that means that he. Uh, he gained all that ground in that time to win by one vote. This whole thing is rigged and it's bullshit. There is no integrity with uh, with with this horseshit. I'm so pissed off. I can't believe it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hey, mm-hmm. Um, aren't you doing something with Dick Masterson this week, Vinny? Supposedly. Is that is that going to be on our Patreon? It will be. When you talk to Dick, will you ask him how he does biggest problem in their voting? See if maybe he's got something that can get around this issue that we have. Yeah. With I, fake voting. Because he has a website, biggestproblem.show or the biggestproblem.show. And uh, I'd, love, I'd love to know what his solution is for this. He's an engineer, so he might know yeah. what to do about it. Well, this. when I talk to him and do that show that him and I are planning on doing without you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This one came. <laughs> Where's Amber? Don't get it. That's Where's creepy. Amber? Yeah. Oh, was that that? You know who that is? Who? That was the guy who he, the guy he thought God was talking to and telling him that Amber was being sex trafficked by that family and then he murdered all of them. Oh, that yeah. That was Amber. He was looking for Amber. Where's Amber? That's the guy. Oh, geez. He's still looking for Amber. Well, Check Vinny's st- basement. No! <laughs> I think Amber's no! in Vinny's house. No! <laughs> Here's another one. This one just came in a few seconds ago. Oh, cool. Carl? Carl and Vinny, this is Gavin Schindler calling from hell. Please, you need to have that great man cow on your third mic. <laughs> he just loves me. He compares everything to me. I don't know what that was. Because you didn't listen to WATP this week. Yeah, why would I? Why are you calling into this show with a WATP reference? All right, whatever. It's all fine. right, whatever. It's all good. Cut it out. <laughs> it's all good. I do like it when Uncle Adolf calls in. Are you ready for some scum? Let's do it, Vinny. Watch out for the scum. Oh no, it's Scum Parade. Look out for the Scum 
Well, here's a nightmare of a story for you. Demarius Pritchard, a 21-year-old shift manager at a Wendy's, is facing an aggravated assault charge following a confrontation Tuesday in Huntington, Tennessee. A drive through dispute at the Wendy's got heated when the restaurant manager doused a customer with hot oil. It got heated. Get it? Again, it's a pun. Leaving the victim with burns and extensive blistering. As detailed in the criminal complaint, Pritchard was involved in a verbal altercation with customer Xavion Johnson over food obtained in the Wendy's drive-thru. Johnson cops say contended that these items he received were cold. A police review of store surveillance footage shows that while Pritchard was conducting a cash refund, he returned to the restaurant's kitchen to obtain hot oil in a metal pan. The scalding oil apparently was taken from the deep fryer. Upon returning to the drive-thru window, Pritchard doused Mr. Johnson with the hot oil. Johnson, 23, was treated at the local hospital for burns on his left side and his arm and showed extensive blistering. During police questioning, Pritchard reportedly admitting to throwing the scalding oil on Johnson. All right, so this Pritchard guy is ahead of his time. You know, these idiots who work in fast food, they demand $15 an hour. Oh, we got to get $15 an hour. They're putting themselves out of business. What's going to happen now is when you go through the drive-thru, you're just going to grab a deep fryer, bring it into your car, maybe a grill. You're going to make your own food, pay for it, and leave. This guy's just like, here, you want warm food? Warm up your fries. Here you go. Here's some oil for you. This is the future of fast food restaurants, Vinny. Carl, you might be onto something here. I think I am. I don't think you are, though. <laughs> you don't think so? You don't think there's a deep fryer in your car? Oh, no. This is a felony. <laughs> this is a problem? And he is... Uh, <laughs> He was released after posting five thousand dollars. I don't bail. understand this guy arguing with. When you go to a fast food restaurant, Vinny, what makes a, you think a, I go to those? I think you've gone to a few. All Are right. you kind of like entering into a contract where fifty percent chance the food's going to suck? Don't you kind of know that going into it? Like, oh, I got cold food from Wendy's. Okay. Yeah. No shit. There's never been a time in anyone's life that they should be led to believe that anything is going to look hot and fresh or from the picture. You're just not. You should know. Oh, oh, you got cold French fries, did you? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Welcome to... Oh, you got some cold French fries at the Wendy's? Oh, you didn't? You will. You will. <laughs> you got time. Give you it time. time. It'll happen. Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't get to tell you... I didn't get to tell that story from the other night. Let's tell the story from the other night. I saw Vinny do stand-up this past week, and he was fantastic. Vinny's got a lot of new material. Don't don't was, lie to the people. No, you were fantastic. I was I was very impressed with all of your new, uh, new material. Thanks, pal. And... Uh, a friend of the show, Crunk Daddy 68 he's the guy who sent us uh, that Eat That Pussy cameo. He messaged me and said, hey, man, I'm coming to the show. I'm in town. I'm from... I got to meet him because he came to the late show. I was at the early show. So me and Jenny from the Jingles Department, Vinny were all hanging out. Yeah, he brought some friends. We had a good time. We were yeah, all we chatting, laughing. Carl and Jenny Jingles, all they did was tell me, Vinny, you need to relax. You are so good tonight. Yep. I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a tequila. I'm going to bring a tequila on stage with me. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. You earned it. Yeah, so uh, I'm second ready to show, start the man. second show, yeah, feeling good. And as I walk to the stage and get on the stage, the MC fist bumps me, mm-hmm. and I go to switch hands with my drink, uh-huh. and it just fucking slid right the fuck out. Uh-huh. The liquid stayed in midair like the Matrix <laughs> and just splashed all over me. That's Like it awesome. fucking exploded before I could even get to the microphone. Like... <laughs> It was the first thing that happened, and it was it's so... It's probably the biggest laugh you've ever gotten, too. Are you going to become a prop comic now? Carl. 
Hey, you, it's the guy who douses himself with tequila. I love this no, guy. Check no, out this guy's act. No, He's the best. You don't understand. It was the opposite. It's like how Howie Mandel used to blow up the glove with his nose. Like, that's going to be like your thing. Oh, wait till the end of the show, though. He, he, he dumps tequila on him. It's great. Yeah, throw a match. <laughs> Carl. It was not laughter. It was silence. Oh. The room was just like, what the fuck is this? So, I didn't know what to do, man. I just sat back to the back of the stage and put my head on the stage. I was like, this is going to be a long set. Fuck it. And I just went in and did material. You didn't address that you just spilled it? No, I, I cracked a couple jokes. Okay. I cracked a couple jokes. Yeah. It fucking ended up, I did very well okay, by the good. end of the set. I good. won them back. And uh, if I'm lying, Crunk Daddy 68, feel free to correct me. But that was fucking mortifying. Yeah, I would like to know you his get, version. You fucking threw me so hard mentally. Oh, you, you did so fault. good, Vid. You, you did my, so good, Vid. This is my fault that you spilled tequila on yourself. Don't I walk around going, <laughs> I'm going to bomb so fucking hard at this show? Isn't that what I do? And then somebody tells me something good, and then I fucking spill a drink all over myself. Well, you featured for Harlan Williams, who was I did. hilarious. Harlan was great, too. Yeah, he really was. It was a good show. I think the people got their money's worth. For sure. Except for me with that tequila. But that's neither here nor there. Let's continue the scum parade. It's not just me. I am not the only scum. (laughs) So a Blunt County, Alabama man has been sentenced to prison after authorities say he raped and impregnated a mentally incapacitated female. They say she's retarded, but those titties ain't retarded. (laughs) I I mean, the guy's from Cleveland, Alabama. It's hard to tell. Right. Yes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so what's the difference? So he was. Oh, sent- this one's retarded. Oh, this one. Have you met my ex-girlfriends? You think this is the one that's retarded? Okay. No, I mean, hey, listen, you're the boss. My last you say one. She's retarded. The last one who said she, you said was fine. Couldn't color between the lines like this one. <laughs> yeah. A fifth grade education was my ex-girlfriend, but this one's the retard. All right. Sure, officer. If you say so. He was sentenced to 15 years in prison after pleading guilty to second degree rape. Williams was initially arrested in 2018 on the charge of first-degree rape. Though the victim is an adult, her mental abilities are those of a child. She lived in the same home as Williams, authorities said. The crime was uncovered when the victim was taken to the hospital for testing after she had a seizure. Would you rather fuck an adult who has the mind of a child or a child who has the mind of an adult? I think what he did is the better scenario there, I'm don't you? keeping it in my pants. How much fun is keeping it in your pants, though, Benny? We're trying to have some fun in this life. I mean, you got to live a little. Speaking of living a little, this one had a seizure. The old call 911 shuffle. Yeah. She did. <laughs> I'm guessing she's uh, a bit overweight because they didn't know she was five months pregnant. <laughs> Well, the blood test revealed it. The doctors immediately said, so listen, uh, this one's pregnant, is she? Yeah, we're going to have to kill this. Like, they they immediately said, yeah, she needs to have an abortion. Yeah, and then uh, Gerard Jones heard about this. He's like, hey, if no one's going to fuck that fetus, do you guys mind if I get in on this? I like a callback. Thank you. Now, uh, (laughs) doctors told the victims that they need to have an abortion because of the medical conditions. The fetus was obtained following the abortion and submitting to the Alabama Department of Forensic Scientists. Hey, where are you putting? Where are you bringing that fetus? Oh, we're just going to check the DNA. Oh, why? Why are you going to do that? I don't think you need to do that. This is Alabama. They believe in the Bible. If I was this guy, I'd be like, miracle conception. Yeah, if I was this guy, I'd be like, can't we make a vaccine out of that thing or something? Like, do we really have to send it for testing? 
There's so many other things we could be doing with Can't this. Can't we just give it to Joe Biden to eat for more power? <laughs> yeah, doesn't Hillary Clinton want that thing? The DNA testing determined that Williams was the father. All right. Can I, I think I've said this many times, maybe every single episode. Yep. When you fuck a retard, come on the face. And there's a couple of reasons for this. First off. It's fun. It's really funny. <laughs> you ever see a retard who just got bukkakied? It's hilarious. It's one of the funnier things you can no, do. No, Carl, I have not. It's one of the funnier things you can do in life. And secondly, stop coming in the vagina of retards. <laughs> They're able to get pregnant. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. That's I know I'm, I, I'm a broken record over here with this. I know. I apologize. I'm crying. There Please might be stop. new listeners. There might be some stop. new listeners who don't know this information Please yet. Please stop, <laughs> Please always, stop. always come on the face when you're fucking mentally challenged people. Always, <laughs> hard and true rule. Uh, uh, I don't want to do any more show with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I have a feeling that uh, the creep off is going to be Dick Masterson and Vinny Paulino. After nah, this I don't week. think so. This guy got 15 years, so that's that. Okay, uh, moving on. Yeah, when they brought her into the hospital for the abortion, they hit the uh, turn alert, turn alert, guys. Oh, God, how the fuck is I supposed to know hit that? Hit the button, hit the button, hit the button. <laughs> oh, God. I don't well, know. that's retarded. Oops, that's not even the right one. <laughs> that's what they said about the fetus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's retarded. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert, class. All right, well, Carl, I have a story here that you might be interested in. Okay. I'm sure you found this fascinating when I sent it to you. Cumberland, Maryland, a 46-year-old man has been charged for allegedly killing three people in late September, including his pharmacist brother, because he administered COVID-19 vaccines. Good. No. (laughs) God damn it, no. You know, the VAERS database makes it very clear. Oh, God, (laughs) man. It can't be war. <laughs> Jeffrey Allenberta was arrested October 1st in West Virginia in connection with the deaths of his 50-year-old brother, Brian Robinette, his 58 or his 57-year-old sister-in-law, Kelly Sue Robinette, and 83-year-old Rebecca Reynolds. Burnham faces multiple charges, the Cumberland Times News says, including first-degree murder for the death of Reynolds, and he'll be charged with the slayings of his brother and sister-in-law. Now, Burnham allegedly stabbed Reynolds, who was found deceased in her home with a pillow over her head and deep lap- lacerations across her face throat 83 year old woman he stabbed to death yes the reports uh reportedly signs of a struggle including a broken vase cordless phone and cane on the floor i like the cane on the floor that's a that's fun <laughs> i like the cordless phone <laughs> yeah i hope it's one that you have to pull the antenna out oh on. for sure yeah reynolds was reportedly a friend of burnham's mother he allegedly stole her car and fled to ellicott city where he fatally shot his brother and sister-in-law so why did he kill this woman just to get her car yeah interesting okay yeah, he needed a car and he was like oh the ends oh, justi- this is Reynolds. The ends justifies the means. All right. I get- yeah. Now, his mother, Evelyn Burnham, reportedly called Cumberland police twice last week because she was worried about her son's mental health after he made statements about Brian Robinette, the victim, poisoning people with the COVID-19 vaccine. Citing charging documents, the Baltimore Sun says Burnham told his mother, Brian knows something. She allegedly told police that Burnham had kept a secret camera system in his bedroom and believed the FBI was after him. Can we just blame Mark Zuckerberg for this and move on, right? Isn't sure. that the problem here? Misinformation on Facebook. I mean, we know what's going on. He told a bunch of people that his brother-in-law was killing people with the COVID-19 vaccine. A tipster called Maryland State Police telling him he had seen Burnham driving uh, Brian Robinette's Corvette, which he stole. So 
I mean, that's a better reason to kill him. Just take his Corvette. Then. Well, I think it's fun that these people who think that <laughs> what do you think is fun? The people who think that there's people out there murdering people, and their solution is to murder them. Like you see this with abortionists too, like abortion doctors. Yeah, they'll be like some Christian group that tries to kill them or blow up the place and kill yeah. everybody. It's like, well, if you're worried about human life, this is not the right way to go about that. Correct. You know, I mean. I, there's a lot of pharmacists this out there. This is very Old Testament God justice. There's, there's a lot of people who are giving people the COVID vaccines. I don't think killing your brother and, and his wife is going to slow that down at all. Maybe he wasn't thinking the way I am. I'm thinking much much clearer than he is, well, obviously. They caught him in the Corvette, and they found the gun inside the car. So the he nice was driving around in the stolen car with the gun. The nice thing about this story, though, Vinny... Oh, is I feel so much better about my family. Because there are times when I'm like, oh, my God, my fucking family. And then I hear about this. I'm like, wow, no one in my family's murdered each other yet. Yeah. Just your one friend, Lawrence. Lance. 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 Ah, yeah, Lance, Lance Mitchell. All right. So I do know some weirdos named Lawrence. That's why I was like, wait, what do you know? <laughs> this story was posted in yes. our Discord. Oh, okay. And... Holy fucking shit. This is a this is a crazy one. A former porn actress has been arrested on suspicion of murder after she allegedly stabbed her two-year-old son to death and dumped his corpse onto a checkout counter in a little supermarket in Italy. I want to say, how do we know he didn't kill himself? That's a good point. He probably stabbed himself to death to Two year olds are very careless. And sometimes very depressed. Yeah. You know, it's not the same world it was when we were two. No, it's definitely not. There's a lot more pressure, you know, yeah. trying to fit into like two piece bathing suits to fit in on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of pressure. You got to be popular on Insta. There's a lot of pressure right now. I mean, there's lots kids. of platforms you have to learn how to embrace at such a young age, and yeah. it's just too much pressure for the little ones. So that's my theory. All right, go ahead. Yeah, either way, Caitlin Erzabet Bradakis, 44, was taken into preventative custody after being charged with murdering her son, Alex. The former porn actress and nightclub dancer entered the little supermarket in the small town of Chita della Pieve in the central Italian region of Umbria on Friday so afternoon. You pronounce these. I think I did them all wrong. Oh, that sounded good to me. According to reports of the local media, his mother was treated by health workers at the scene, but was subsequently arrested by police after a knife was found in her handbag. Whoops. Uh, yeah, the murder weapon in your purse, not a smart move. Also, are cashiers in Italy also medics? She brought this stabbed-to-death baby to a supermarket and threw it on the counter. You know what I Kind of like um, in the beginning of The Simpsons when they ring up uh, Maggie. I need a price check <laughs> on a damaged baby. Does, I need a price check on go, a damaged baby. Does this go by weight or how does this work? Well, let it bleed a little bit longer than if it goes by weight. I don't want to pay too much. Ah, uh, you didn't put it in one of those plastic bags. It's bleeding all over the conveyor <laughs> belt. Yeah. You, uh, ma'am, you could have weighed this over there. We have the sticker. It prints right out. Now I got to look it up. <laughs> this fucking baby had nine holes in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sure did. <sighs> I bet that shut him up. The area- <laughs> you could say that again, pal. Two-year-olds can be very annoying. The area was sealed off by police as part of the investigation. CCTV footage, which stands for closed circuit television footage, <laughs> poured over by police <laughs> and did not reveal any other suspects present at the crime scene apart from the child's mother. The alleged crime itself. You were in the AV club in school, weren't you? No. You look like an AV guy. You look like a fucking TB guy. <laughs> What's that? Tuberculosis. <laughs> 
I was only in one club, Club Foot. <laughs> How did I miss that? <laughs> I got you. Oh, thanks, I got pal. You, buddy. <laughs> TB Club. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> it's not even, I want to make fun of you. You do this for a living. Audio, video. I mean, all right, whatever. The mother is said to have fled to Italy with Alex in September following a ruling that gave the father custody. Good ruling. <laughs> I, I want to I give that uh, judge a pat on the back. Like, yep, you made the right decision there, buddy. Apparently, as this was going down, a photo of his dying son was reportedly sent to his mobile phone via the WhatsApp by uh, Miss Caitlin. So this was a, a revenge thing. Yeah. She wanted to let the dad know. That she's pissed. Yeah. Hey, guess guess who stabbed your uh, your son to death? But guess what she said when the cops asked her? What'd she say? Wasn't me. Honestly. I didn't do it. If you want to make people feel bad, like your ex feel bad, yeah. you don't have to stab his son to death. You can just learn Photoshop. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just cut uh, your kid's dick off. Check this out. <laughs> That's not what you should do. <laughs> That's a weird Photoshop to do. So, Never mind. When they uh, tried to uh, have conversations with her, she told three different stories of what happened. <laughs> she it was out. first started off with he killed himself, and then it was he slipped and fell on the night. <laughs> you didn't know there was a knife storm outside? And then Am the I the only time, one who saw the knife storm? The, she's Italian, so I'm guessing she tried to blame it on a black person. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of racist Italians. Uh. Uh, so she'd been living in this town for a while. And uh, she has an 18-year-old son as well who lives in Hungary with a father who is deceased. The investigation is ongoing. Hmm. Holy shit. She slapped a dead baby on a conveyor belt in a supermarket. So she's a former porn star and a nightclub dancer. What's a nightclub dancer? Is that a stripper? What does that mean, a nightclub dancer? In Italy, I assume it's much dirtier than What's Hungary is where she's from. The reason why I bring this up, Vinny, is because there's a lot of photos of her and her son before, obviously, she put a bunch of holes in them. And uh, she's not an attractive woman. No. She's not someone I want to see in porn nope. or nightclub dancing. Chad Pardowski in the uh, YouTube said, this kid is all stabbed up. Do I get a discount? <laughs> <laughs> this one's past expiration. It's <laughs> oh, fucking funny. So that's the scub parade for this week, kids. Carl, thanks for uh, cheating this week and getting us out of a consequence. Listen, I'm not the one cheating, uh, okay. but I want to thank the Cuddleroos uh, okay. out there. I for do going not hard into the paint to make sure that I won this week. I got to tell you right now, that was bullshit, and don't do it again. You're bullshit, Carl. You are bullshit, don't, Carl. Bullshit, oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. No, Carl, bullshit. Carl. Carl, you're bullshit. Bullshit. You, my friend, have committed a crime. <laughs> What I love about that drop is that it's actually about me. It's uh, <laughs> amazing. Fucking Carl's Cuzaroos, uh, you pieces of shit. I think no one trusts Carl. No one likes him anymore. He's a snake. He's a scumbag. Thanks a lot, Carl. Email thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, the number is 585-371-8108. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at creepoffpod. And for God's sakes, come and join the VNN True Believers. Get on the right side of this thing. Yeah, our, our Patreon episodes are a lot of fun. Definitely worth checking out. And this show is actually starting to get good now, Vinny. When did that happen? Shocked. That's the end of our show. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. I like having our old music at the end. It's fun. Oh, it brings okay. me back. Fucking thing sucks. Well, it sucks. 
<laughs> you this. fucking know all about this shit. You saying you want a piece of me? Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Oh, I mean, this guy's told me a home run. I mean, this guy's a real jerk. Masturbate? Are you off your fucking meds or something? I actually do like that at the end of the show. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures.